0: This word. Okay, let me try. Kefir? No. Nope. Kefir. <laughs> Kefir? Close. You're listening to Paleo Pip Talk? Let's get real. I'm Chelsea, owner of Paleo Pip Talk, and a 20-something graphic designer living a big city paleo life. And joining me is my multi-talented mom, Lori, traveler of the open highway living a small town paleo life. Join us here every Monday morning as we share our simple, real-life tips and tricks to add the fun into paleo. Now, let's remember our disclaimer, we're actually not nutritionists, doctors, or trainers, just your average mother and daughter sharing our thoughts and experiences about being paleo. Please consult the doctor for any health concerns you may have. Now, welcome to our paleo party! You're listening to episode number twenty-six, the one about fermented foods.
1: And I figured that it would be perfectly fine since we're talking about fermented foods for me to imbibe on one of my favorite fer- fermented beverages while we're doing this tonight. Ooh, that's what I'm doing too. Oh, mine is much more fun than yours. Oh, what's you? I'm drinking.
0: <laughs> how do you say it? Kombucha. Kombucha. Yep. I'm drinking. A beet kombucha. Oh, that does what sound good. What are you drinking? I'm drinking honey mead.
1: Huckleberry honey mead.
0: What's that?
1: <laughs> mead is fermented I'm it's honey. Alco- alcohol. Oh, no. It's an alcohol. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Bad? that sounds way more fun and in,
1: and in in honor of of idaho it's the huckleberry version it's the
0: huckleberries and there's <laughs> lots of
1: antioxidants i figure paleo you can have honey so why can't i have fermented honey
0: i don't think that's a problem
1: i don't think it's a problem why not either.
0: do, do you buy it or yes, do you make
1: it you can make it but i i mean i bought this um there's fermented a
0: honey that's interesting
1: yeah, there's a company over by Missoula that makes it. I was introduced to it actually last summer uh, when um, Richard and I went to a blues festival down in Salmon, Idaho, and they had a beer and wine that tasting, and they had fun. mead there, and I fell in love with it. I'd never had it before, and it is
0: delicious. You went to a beer and wine tasting. You never well, I do went to those a kind of
1: blues things. festival. Oh a blues festival well, and they fun. had beer and wine and you got so many tickets with your ticket for free, you know, mm. uh, mm-hmm. tasting. And so anyway, so the company is over by Missoula and it's absolutely delicious, fun. but what's I don't it drink called? it very often. It's called mead M E A D.
0: No, it's the company. Where'd you get? Oh, like, what's
1: it's it? called hidden legend.
0: Hidden legend. Okay. Hidden
1: legend. And my favorite of theirs is called the King's Mead and it's made from clover honey and it is really good. But I had this huckleberry one and I thought, I will, since we're doing about fermented drinks, I don't drink it very often. It's kind of high in calories. So, um, it's not like the kombucha that the sugar really, um, you know, the, the kombucha calorie is low, even though it Mm -hmm. has the sugar. Um, but anyway.
0: But what I'm drinking is 60 calories for the bottle. Yeah. Yeah, so that's not bad.
1: So, anyway, I don't drink it very often, but I thought I'm just going to have well, that with our guest tonight. So, cheers! <laughs> cheers! <laughs> cheers. <Blink. laughs> so um So, do you know what fermentation is, Chelsea?
0: You ask really hard questions. Um, I think it's, well, it's well, it's basically when things like go bad. Well, and actually I kind of thought right? that
1: before, I think I said it was like rotting, but it really isn't. Like I was wine, wrong about that. Like
0: great fermented grapes are wine. Right. And it's not bad. I mean, they just like sit for a long time. It's not it's just, rotting.
1: It's not rotting. I
0: guess I don't know the answer.
1: Yeah. It's actually breaking down. Which, in a way, is how we look at it's things rotting. That rot or decompose <laughs> they break down, yeah, but this actually when things for fermenting they're actually breaking down in a good way, okay so when fermentation happens, this is just kind of a, the kind of the scientific Fermentation yep. happens when microorganisms feed on the sugar and starch in your food, converting them to lactic acid in a process known as lactofermentation. And there are a, several kinds of fermentation. The wine or the mead that I'm drinking is actually alcohol fermentation. There's vinegar fermentation. There's, a, there's several different kinds of fermenting. But the one we're going to talk about tonight is, um, is going to be the lacto-fermentation um, because it provides the most health benefits, and it creates uh, beneficial bacteria, enzymes, vitamins, and various strains of products, and um, and it's what we're going to be talking about with the the liquid, the beverages, and the, some of the foods we're going to talk about tonight. Because therefore, um, making a healthy biome microbiome. So, do you yes. know what a, mi- a microbiome is?
0: The microbiome is like the the um, in your gut. We're talking mm-hmm. about the gut. Yeah. It's like the environment yeah. that it, it has, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like a terrarium for your gut.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, actually it is in, in the simplest sense. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And it's uh, there's been a lot of new research lately on the microbiome. In fact, mm-hmm. I ordered a book today called The Microbiome Diet that I'm going to look at. Um, oh, and, that's
0: interesting. And it's
1: for just totally getting that, your microbiome going. Um, But it's basically the microbiome is the vast community of bacteria that lives within us. It actually lives in us. And so the bacteria, we have 10 million, no, 10 trillion cells in our body that make, you know, our hands, our feet, our skin. You know, Mm -hmm. we have 10 trillion cells. We have 10 times that amount in bacterial cells. So 100 million or 100 trillion bacteria uh, in our body. And about how what percent of those do you think actually live in our gut, like eighty, yes, eighty percent, no way live in our gut, yes, I should be in that's what makes it so important. So a balanced microbiome regulates the immune system, metabolism, sustains the gastrointestinal tract, supports mood and brain function, produces crucial vitamins and nutrients, and helps maintain healthy weight. So, and they're also known, the microbes in the microbiome, the microbes are mostly known as microflora. So how many pounds of microflora do you think are in our body? So you have a hundred trillion cells of these microflora.
0: How How many pounds?
1: How many pounds do you think? Uh Uh-oh, do
0: I need to get rid of some?
1: No, (laughs) no, no, these are good.
0: Um, 20 pounds.
1: No, not that much.
0: Oh, five pounds.
1: Okay, like about six, approximately six.
0: So just think of that
1: six and micro. These things are little teeny. OMG,
0: that's crazy! Because they're
1: little microbes. They're little micro. You know, because if you think if there's if there's ten trillion cells in our body and we're as big as we are, and there's ten times that many of these microbes, just think how small they are. Yeah,
0: they're they're teeny because they don't show. You don't see them anywhere. They're
1: just within us. Oh, my goodness. So, but they are hugely important. Hugely important. Um, so, and fermentate, fermented foods are a big source of um, these good little guys that basically, you know, run our bodies.
0: Okay. Well, then we need to talk about what fermented foods we need to eat. Well, first let's talk get all about... all these little guys.
1: Well, and can I just read one more thing yep. about why we would eat them? Yep. Yeah. Um, other than just what I read, but here's some more specific things that people might really trigger into about why this would be important for them to eat. Okay. Um, So they crowd out when you eat these fermented foods, the good stuff that goes into your body, they crowd out pathogenic bacteria, which we've talked about lately. You and I, Mm -hmm. those are bad. The pathogenic bacteria. We
0: don't like those.
1: No. And candida, a lot of people Mm. have trouble with candida, uh, parasites Um, They crowd out parasites and they provide life-supporting probiotics to strengthen your immune system. They increase enzyme production, thereby improving the digestive tract's ability to absorb and use foods and nutrients. They enhance nutritional value in food, resulting in increased amounts of vitamins and minerals. They balance the body's overall pH, creating a more alkaline blood as well as an acidic environment in your stomach, Which kills pathogens and is conducive for digestive health. And and fermenting also breaks down the foods to make them easier to digest in general. But that one thing was really important. Our blood is supposed to be alkaline, but our stomach is supposed to be acidic. So, and that's a balancing act Hmm, to to not eat the, you know, to uh, these fermented foods help your body do that. You need to have high acid in your stomach to break down everything the way it's supposed to be, but you don't want high acid blood. That causes disease. So, Uh-oh. Yeah. And then, huh, what, okay. what do you think? Do you think you can eat too many fermented foods?
0: Oh, we were talking about this last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I. It seems like there must be too much at some point.
1: Well, all I could find to answer that was some people will have what's called a healing reaction when they start eating really healthy things. Like they can get kind of achy and tired. Mm -hmm. So basically what I read was that if you like all of a sudden, if you've never had fermented stuff and then all of a sudden you eat the next day, you're drinking your kombucha and you know, whatever and you have a gallon of, you know, sauerkraut and stuff, it might be too much for your body to handle, Mm -hmm. but you can build up maybe a one or one, uh, fermented food a day for a few days and then start adding them to every meal. And, you know, and then, okay. because it is actually healthy. It's not a medicine, but it's, it's healthy. Yeah. And, but sometimes you can overdo a good thing in a body and get a reaction to it. And it's usually in the sign of like a headache or tired or achy. If you get that way it, with anything, a lot of times you need to look at, did you do something all of a sudden, you know? Right. So, so anyway, okay. so it didn't really say like, I don't, it's not going to hurt to have, you know, fermented foods in general, your body will, di- well, you know, wash away usually what you don't need. Yeah. But.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, that's
1: good. Yeah. So, so do you want to talk about, so there's lac- there's lacto-fermented drinks and there's lacto-fermented foods. Okay. So let's talk about the drinks. You got a the present drinks. yesterday in the mail.
0: <gasps> I got the best present. If you watched my Instagram last, uh, let's see, Wednesday. Um, I got a very fun package from my mom and I got an at-home baking kombucha kit and I'm so excited. So the kit is from this place that's really great. I looked them up and it, I mean, the packaging was so cute, which is very important to me and, um, all the stuff seemed great. Um, it's growing at the moment, so I. Good. Is it bigger? It's okay. Huh? Is it
1: bigger? I mean, can you see a difference?
0: I don't know. Oh, okay. is it supposed to be bigger?
1: I don't, well, I don't know.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, so it's a kombucha kit, and so <laughs> it came with all the little parts, and basically you um, make some tea on the stove,
1: it, and it's usually a black or green tea, right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I think my mom has maybe had too much fermented food. <laughs> just steak, fell off she my just chair. Fell off her chair. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, no, I leaned um, back to grab something and I tipped over. Just okay. Tipped over.
0: Okay. Um, so uh okay, so the kombucha green, kit. So usually green, green or, or black tea. Um the kombucha that I've been drinking is uh Health Aid is the brand. It's everywhere here in New York. Like I see it everywhere now. I don't know. I'm sure that coast to coast there's Other popular brands. Uh, The other one I'm drinking right now is Blueprint Organic. Um, I was just trying a different brand. But, um, that I got at Whole Foods. Anyway, so, this had... This is made with black tea. So, I made some black tea. Um, Although, my kombucha might not grow very well because...
1: Well, and I did look that up today and you're supposed to use chlorine-free water.
0: Okay. Well, I i am not fancy and i just drink my new york city tap water and it tastes perfectly fine to me and i just thought that the instructions said filtered water because they were like oh you should be drinking filtered water anyway like uh, okay well apparently you're supposed to actually use filtered water for a reason when you're making kombucha (laughs) (laughs) who knew (laughs) not me uh anyway so mine is made with tap water hopefully it grows and works. But uh, anyway, so you make some tea and then you add in the live culture. It's so weird. It's like this.
1: Well, you sweeten the tea because it the
0: culture Oh, eats, there's an the entire sh- bag of sugar, which is very weird and still the most confusing part of this entire situation to me. So you add an entire bag of cane sugar, not honey, not coconut sugar, cane sugar. Uh, and then you add and you mix that with the tea and then you add in the culture Uh, and uh, about eight cups of water into this big gallon glass jar, and then you stir it, and you check the pH level. It comes with little pH sticks. You check the pH level, and then you put it on your counter, and you let it sit for seven to nine days, and then I'm going to check it and see what the pH level is and taste it and see if it's ready.
1: And um, I think, th- so and fun. the reason with the sh- that the sugar is okay is because it's what feeds those that uh, culture. The culture actually will eat that sugar and turn it into lact uh, into the uh, lactic acid.
0: Okay. Well, I'm just trusting everyone that it's okay because they're and on all the bottles of kombucha, it's one of the ingredients is sugar. It's very confusing, but yeah. Yeah, like this. But has, it doesn't
1: actually have the sugar. You're not actually drinking. It's not like taking tea and sweetening it with sugar. Oh, and this one it. has
0: more sugar. The Health Aid ones only have like three grams of sugar in them. This mm-hmm. one has ten. Huh. So I don't know.
1: But what is that flavored with berries? Because the sugar beca- could be coming from Crafted, the other stuff that's in uh, it.
0: Beet, carrot, and ginger. Juice.
1: Yeah, beet. Beets, beet juice, and carrot juice both have sugar in them. It's just the vegetable Natural sugar. sugar. Yeah. Yes, okay. it's their natural sugar. So what you're having there is not the sugar that is put in the kefir, or ugh, kefir, and I even said kefir, which is wrong. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's not, it's in the in the kombucha. Yeah, that sugar, the whole reason you have to wait as long as you do is because that sugar has to get eaten up.
0: Okay. So process. I highly advise trying. I uh, needed to start having some more fermented foods, and I uh, don't really like tea. I'm a obvious one million percent coffee drinker, so I didn't think I was gonna like it, uh, and it just seemed gross. But I tried it, and I really did like it. And I'm telling you, the Health Aid brand is really, really good. Um, they have a gazillion flavors. Check them out if you can find them. Um, and I love and I really that they're like fizzy. It.
1: I like the fizziness.
0: Yeah. See, that's, I don't like fizziness. The only time I ever have fizzy, I don't like, I, growing up, I never had pop or anything. So right. I was never a fizzy person, which was great because I don't drink pop. Um, but the only time I ever have fizzy is if it's like in a drink, like a, that with alcohol, basically. Right. Because it's like a fog soda or whatever. But right. so this is, it's okay. I can handle it because there's more flavors other than just fizzy.
1: Right, Well, right. Definitely. And kombucha so, um, supports your digestion because it has a high level of beneficial acid and then it has probiotics and enzymes. And it's a great way to fight candida. So if you have candida, yeast infection, candida in, in your gut or whatever, it is a great way to fight that. So, and awesome. I don't really think other than the cost of it now in the grocery store or at the health food stores or whatever, it's right around 3 350 or more. Yeah. yeah and so it's expensive so it's much cheaper if you can make it on your own I think that you have to almost have start a new jar every like three days probably
0: but the thing is it grows off of each other so like once you buy a culture starter kit right you keep using it right right you yes yeah. you do
1: keep using it but you, so you but keep using
0: it so it's kind of like a it's a
1: farm type situation. Right, right. Yeah, no, you keep using that culture, and I don't know, but it seems like you might need a few jars going. I don't know if you can split up that culture. Um, I don't know. There
0: are instructions. I haven't got that far yet, though, so yeah. I'll I'll read about it.
1: Yeah, so um, anyway, so please try it. Let us know if you have never tried it and you um, yeah. try it, and because it is, it's spelled K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A if you haven't ever seen it before. Yep. Uh, and it it's is. always refrigerated. So it's in the refrigerated yeah, section refrigerated. because it's a fermented food that has not been um, uh, like canned uh, in a uh-huh. heat process um, or a fermented drink. So now the other one, the other big one, did you, you also got this. And I, first I want to say kefir is not how you pronounce ke- what, We've been calling. Kufir. Uh-oh. We're so bad at pronouncing. <laughs> Do you want to take a stab at how no it's pronounced?
0: What? How in the world else would you say this word? Okay, let me try. Kafir. Nope. Kef- <laughs> Kefir. Kafir. Close. Kafir. It's k- <laughs> k- like Kuh, like k u h. K U H like K-uh,
1: No fear, Kafir. Kafir. And the f- and the emphasis is on the fear. Like F E A R. Fear. So kafir. That's how you say it. Yep.
0: Wow, we are terrible at this.
1: I know. So kafir. <laughs> so k-fear. I'm gonna have to just get used to saying it, Kafir. And then everybody's okay. gonna look at me funny. <laughs> Because everybody says kefir that I've okay, ever heard. Okay, so, so tell
0: me about Kefir because uh, you know more about it than I do.
1: Okay, well, I also but we also that got a kit that. to make okay, that. Okay, can I just say really quickly how amazing Amazon is in New York City? However, <laughs> I do have to say there is no way they're ever going to be able to send your stuff with a drone because that isn't going to
0: happen. <laughs> Why? You don't think a drone
1: can that? How are they going to drop- get in
0: your door to your
1: apartment building to put it inside. Unless you leave your window open, maybe.
0: (laughs) Maybe it can fly through the window.
1: Maybe it can fly through the window. Although
0: Snowflake might attack it and bring it down, so (laughs) they wouldn't get it back.
1: Well, I ordered this stuff for Chelsea at 6 o'clock her time on Tuesday evening. And it even said when I ordered it, free shipping. Well, I have Prime, so I get free two-day shipping. But I clicked the one-day shipping to see how much it would be because I wanted her to have it the day before to try it. And the one-day shipping said free. In fact, not only only is one day shipping free, but you don't even have to order this until tomorrow at two o'clock and we'll still get it to her by nine o'clock tomorrow night.
0: <laughs> I mean, how great is that? How great is that? Well, that was the same thing last, uh, spring around this time when you were here, uh-huh. we were, uh, redoing a bunch of stuff in my apartment and we were ordering things. We were lying in bed at night, ordering things like wall plugs and, mm-hmm. and phone cords and they were coming the next day.
1: Yep. It was great. It was awesome.
0: So there must so, be an Amazon superstore nearby.
1: There's got to be something nearby because it was mm-hmm. so funny. So I sent that to you. Now I want you to know the Kafir water, Chelsea is not going to take, it does not take as long. It's just kind of a few days. Okay. So it doesn't take So as I long. can start that. So here's the thing. And I want, and everybody that's paleo that has heard of Kafir and all they've seen is what it looks like. It's kind of a, what most people think of it is the milk kefir which you make with cow milk, goat milk, or you can make it with coconut milk. So even though it's the milk kefir, the dairy kefir, um, you can make it with coconut milk. And the um, it's and it turns into kind of a sour tasting, creamy product, kind of kinda of like a liquidy yogurt, like a like a really thin yogurt. Um, yeah. you can put it in smoothies, you can do different things with it. And it I've I seen did it look in this up. Yeah, and I did look it up. It not it was not originally in the paleo diet, but it can be included if you tolerate it well. So they are allowing for the kefir, um, it, and it basically because uh, cow's milk and goat milk has lactose in it, which is a sugar. So that's the sugar that it, the kefir is eating off of to okay. produce to do the fermentate the lacto fermentation, and in the coconut milk too. So you can do it that way. Or now there's also water kefir, um, and kefir in itself, just the, I'm just going to kind of break this out. There's all sorts of stuff. You know how the internet is and people are, you know, like, Oh, that's not right. But I'm just going to use the word kefir, meaning now that there's milk and water, it's basically a reusable starter culture that's used to make a probiotic rich beverage with live active yeast and bacteria. Very good for you. Um, and, it, and it's these little grains, and you use the grains, and then you just keep using the same grains over and over and over. And they're just these funny little grains, in fact. And then if you decide to take a break, you can just put the grains. They say this was hilarious. They say just put them in a little jar with some water and give them a raisin to eat while, well, you know, and while you're not <laughs> using it. Yeah, I know. Isn't
0: that funny? It eats so, a raisin?
1: It eats a raisin, but it just <laughs> says some sugar to That's keep hilarious. them alive. Or it's you like can dry pit. them out. Yeah, I know. It's like, it is like a little chia pet, I guess. Um, (laughs) But you can, or you can dry them out. And the ones that came to you in your package are probably dried out. So it's going to take a few days, like three days for them to get uh, undried out. Okay. And then after that, you can make your water. And I think it just takes like three days. This just tastes like, what does it taste like? Do we know? Um, well, okay, you make the the kefir, like I said, the milk ke uh, the milk kefir, I here I said kefir again. The milk kefir, like I said, was made in cow milk, goat milk or coconut milk. The water kefir is made in sugar water, fruit juice or coconut water. And it's a lighter beverage and it can be flavored any any way you want. You can flavor okay. it with seasonings. One of them had, did a ginger cinnamon Uh, Recipe: You can put like star anise in it, which has kind of a licorice flavor. You can season it with herbs, spices, fruit. Is there a difference
0: between this and kombucha? Like, is there one reason to drink one over the other?
1: Well, it does take less time to ferment, so that helps a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's probably so. It's probably cheaper to make, and you know you can have it more active. But it has, um, it has. You know what? I'm not sure.
0: Okay. I'm not sure. I didn't sure. know.
1: They're both fermented. I, it does yeah. say that it has a live active yeast in it, which there's good yeast and bad yeast. So this is a good yeast. Um, I didn't see in kombucha that there is a yeast. Okay. It The kombucha does has a beneficial acid for digestion and the probiotics and enzymes, um, but it doesn't say that for this. This says it has a live yeast and bacteria. So I think they're okay. different bacteria or kinds okay. of bacteria. Okay, okay. So, um, so there's two different, you know, the grains for the milk kefir are different than the grains for the water kefir. Although one thing I read said somebody rinsed off their milk kefir grains and just grew them in a water culture and didn't have any problem with that. So oh
0: I don't goodness. really
1: know, but they're, you know, I don't want to make anybody disagree on the internet. So we'll just say,
0: okay, we'll just say they're different.
1: <laughs> I hope there isn't like a Reddit page or whatever that thing is called out there where people sit and, <laughs> and go over our podcast and criticize Probably. all of our mistakes. I mean, that'd
0: be pretty great if they did. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my
1: gosh. So I have, okay. I, I want to try the key for water because it is more like a, wa- you know, it's like a bubbly uh, water and it can be flavored all sorts of different ways because the difference is kombucha has the tea. So there's always going to be that flavor. Tea, Yeah. The tea. Mm -hmm. Um, and the kefir, again, if you do choose, if you don't have trouble with dairy and again, a lot of times people don't, that that people that have trouble with dairy don't have trouble with yogurt or kefir because it's basically a broken down form of, Right dairy it's not the same it's and it, it's actually very good for you um and but the kefir can be used in smoothies and stuff you know the milk oh, cool. kefir yeah the water kefir you wouldn't but it would be drinking more you know as just a drink you know during the day you could drink it all day and you could just flavor it with different things so
0: well okay so let's move on to the food
1: okay so the food
0: so tell so, us about making sauerkraut because you do that okay
1: I do. And basically the best for basically for just foods, sauerkraut and kimchi, and then you can ferment any vegetable and anything that you ferment is going to be more nutritious and in a better form and more easily digested by your body than it's non fermented partner. So fermented broccoli is going to be better for you than non fermented
0: broccoli
1: or whatever it is that you ferment. Okay. So how
0: does the sauerkraut maker work?
1: Okay. Well you can, and you can do this in a, just a ball jar on your counter. You can make it like that. There's instructions on the internet for that. I do it in a crock. So I do like nine head, nine or ten heads of cabbage at a time. And it's basically done in a salt brine. And um, and it Wait, prevents... I can do
0: that? I can do it in a you ball can. jar?
1: Yeah. Well, I want to do that. Yeah. You can look it up on the internet. If you do it in just a plain ball jar, you have to release the gas in it. But there are little, there are jar lids that you can get for fermenting. They probably have them at your health food store that has a little funny thing at the top. end, so it releases the gas as it, because it bubbles my, yeah. As it bubbles out, my crock, has a water lock at the top, so it's got this indent, and then it's got a lid that sits down in the indent, and then you fill that with water, so there's a water seal, so nothing can get into it, but, um, like, no bacteria or flies or anything from outside can get into it, because it's just sitting right. on my counter for, like, I usually do mine for three or four weeks. The When you wow. do it in a ball jar in a smaller amount, it, in a couple of days, you can actually have sauerkraut.
0: Oh, I want to try that. That sounds yeah. fun.
1: It's better if you go longer, but you can actually have anything, time, anytime you allow it to ferment, it's always going to be better. The longer it goes as far as better, more bacteria, more broken down, more easily to digest. But any of that fermentation versus raw is going to be easier for your body to digest and it's going to multiply the nutrients. So, um, okay. so that's, so I make, so I make it, you cut it up, uh, you slice it up. Um, and then you, kind of, you just massage it and it gets the, the, the water coming out of it and stuff. And then you put salt, you put salt in it and it, it's, there's instructions on the internet, but it's basically yeah. just salt and water. That's all that's in the, with the sauerkraut in the um, crock. Now, kimchi is a Korean style sauerkraut made mostly from Napa cabbage and Korean radishes. There's and it's also- very smelly. It's smelly, but that can have to do with the seasonings that are used. It's actually considered one of the healthiest foods in the world, even better than sauerkraut. Very well, it's it's the it. It's probably comparable to sauerkraut, okay. uh, but it's probably, it might even be better than sauerkraut. It's just that they, they put a lot of different seasonings. So it just depends, you know, they're probably, they're comparable. It's basically the Korean style, you know, of sauerkraut, but they just do it with more flavor because they eat it for a lot, you know, a lot of their meals and stuff. So, um, but you can ferment any vegetable you want. Um, to make them healthier, you go on the internet, get a book, um, you can ferment uh, carrots and beets, and they're very good for you uh, and that way. And pickling is another form of fermenting, so okay. it's just a different kind of fermenting. Um, and the other thing, when you go, if you don't choose to do this, you don't want to make your sauerkraut, you don't have the room or the time, and you go to your health food store the sauerkraut okay any of the foods that you buy in stores usually are pasteurized if it's if it's in a jar that is been has been heat sealed and usually they have to say on there that it is it still might have good stuff in it, but it's not going to have as much. So go to your refrigerator section, get the sauerkraut that's in a bag, or, or if it like Bubbies or whatever. Yeah, so that, Bubbies uh, is the
0: one that I eat. I also another thing that I've always said I hated my whole life is sauerkraut, and then I had to start eating it, and so I got the Bubbies kind. And honestly, it doesn't really have a taste. No, it's, no it's
1: really good. It's good. Really
0: good. It's and this is coming from someone who like hates sauerkraut. I think it's disgusting. Yeah. But the Bubbies is good and I eat it with almost every meal, like a lot of it. It's really good.
1: It is good. And the Bubbies still has been heat sealed. It does. I went on their website and looked and it has been heat sealed. So some of the bacteria have been compromised, but there still is a good amount in there because they don't do a full heat sealing. That's why it's in the refrigerated section. And some of the bags, it's always refrigerated. Right. And there's some that are in bags that also, that's a good way to do it. It's always better to make it home because you know what you put in it and you can ferment it as long as you want. And
0: this is fun. I'm going to try to make some, maybe Alberto will want to make some, uh, some fermented foods this weekend. Yeah. We can make a little ball jar family of fermented foods. That sounds fun.
1: Yeah. Go on the internet and, uh, find some recipes. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: There's uh, on YouTube. They show you stuff too. That's awesome. Yeah. Very fun.
0: So Um, that's also the other thing you ferment though is the garlic, right?
1: Oh, and you know what? That's not actually now uh, after I read more about it, it isn't actually fermented. I thought it was, but it isn't. It's actually just basically kind of, it's a different process. It's kind of cooked, it's cooked and dried and basically made denser. It's the process. So
0: it's not fermenting.
1: No, it isn't fermented. I thought it was, but it isn't fermented. So black garlic is not fermented. Okay. But good it's too. excellent for you. It's basically just a super dense, nutrient-rich garlic. Um,
0: yeah, it's really good that
1: you can use. Yeah, so so anyway, so cool. hopefully, I mean, that's just we didn't go through all of fermentation. There's like I said, there's beers. There's like root beers uh, are very they They can be good for you. There's all sorts of things, but uh, we just mainly went through kind of the foods.
0: Yeah. That, so those are kind of the best fermented foods to eat and keep your gut all happy and healthy and the bacteria.
1: Yep.
0: And yep. Uh, we want to have healthy microbiomes. Yes, healthy microbiome. And I will update you as my kombucha grows. I'm so excited for this yes. process and to see if my uh, tap water ruined it or not.
1: <laughs> so I'll let you know.
0: <laughs> um, oh, and then another update from our episode a few weeks ago the one about paleo non food products. We oh, got. Nice some paleo non-food products and have been using them and it's been so fun. So my mom ordered for me, I got another fun box, uh, and it was from the Primal Life Organics that we had talked about on the show where I had found a few different things and she got um, the dirty poo, the dirty poo shampoo, <laughs> and, then the, and then also some uh, toothpaste, which by the way, I've been using and it's so good.
1: I love it. It the makes my teeth really feel fun. so nice. So, it's,
0: it's like a powdery toothpaste. It's minty. Uh, and you just, like, put some powder on your toothbrush. It's weird because it doesn't get all foamy, so it feels like it's not right. But it is.
1: Yeah. It is. It yeah. makes your teeth feel
0: awesome. Yeah. And it's great. So... Did you use the shampoo yet? Okay. So, I haven't <laughs> used the shampoo because... I feel I'm going to use it this weekend. I have, I need to start using it when I don't have to be like, I'm afraid to use it before I go to work because I don't want my hair to look greasy. Cause I know what well, it it makes take... you
1: think your hair is going to look greasy.
0: You told me that it might take a few days for your
1: hair oh. to get used to it, <clears throat> but it doesn't mean it'll make it greasy. It just, well, no,
0: just not <clears throat> clean. I'm just afraid it's not going <laughs> to, clean. <laughs> I'm putting dirt in my hair. No, it's not that. It's just, no, it's not dirt. It's clay. Okay. And it, Whatever. and it, and it,
1: and it It attaches to the grease and rinses out of your hair. I'm just saying, it just said in there, sometimes when you switch to a completely different product, your hair may not style the same way you're used to it. It might end up even fluffier than it does right now.
0: That'd be nice. I like fluffy. Okay. Well, I'm going to try it and I'll come back. Have you tried it? I don't have any. Only Oh, you didn't get it? I can't afford it
1: for both of us, so... (laughs) I send it to I you. I thought that you got it. No, I remember I told you I had enough shampoo. I had to wait till I used Oh, that's my right. You had to
0: wait for your shampoo. Okay. But I okay, did sorry. do the toothbrush. So it's all in me. Okay. Toothpaste. I'm very excited about it. I was just nervous about have, having greasy hair.
1: No, I shouldn't be greasy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It, maybe you you were to turn turn into a dirty poo. poo? that that it? I think so. so. <laughs> like cockapoo cockapoo and a Yorkie poo. A dirty poo. 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 And a dirty poo.
0: Okay, so next week's episode is uh, uh, very timely for me, um, and we are going to be doing um, the one about AIP, so the autoimmune protocol approach for paleo. And a lot of people don't know that there is a difference between the two, but for people that have autoimmune diseases, um, AIP uh, eliminates actually a lot of things that are very consistently used in the paleo diet um such as eggs and nuts and a lot Mm. of other things so we are going to talk about that
1: okay that sounds good
0: great okay well we hope that you guys can go ferment some foods and have a healthy microbiome and have a great week we'll see you next week see you next week bye bye thank you thank you thank you guys for hanging out with us for the past half hour we are so grateful to have you all here with us and listening along. If you loved partying along with us today and want to share it with your friends, please do. You can listen to our podcast on iTunes and you can follow us on Instagram at Paleo Pep Talk and you can find a ton of resources, all of our encouragement and of course join our Paleo e-party at www.paleopeptalk.com and very important. If you have any questions, fun, silly, whatever it may be that you want us to talk about, please email them to us at paleopeptalk at gmail.com or there's a place to submit your questions on our site. We cannot wait to hang out with you guys again next Monday, talking about our new topic, answering all of your burning paleo questions. Don't forget to send them to us. But now it's time for you to keep this paleo party going all week and we'll meet you back here, same place, same time.